Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast channel that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Featured in this episode on views on co-working is Singrid Zalcita, Managing Director of Asia's Pacific Research and Investment Strategy at Cushman & Wakefield. Good day, everyone. I am Matthias Viking. I head up the digital marketing initiative at Cushman & Wakefield in Asia Pacific. I'm pleased to be here with Sigrid Chalcita, Head of Research and Investment Strategy in Asia Pacific. We will be discussing how co-working, which was once considered fad, had turned into a lasting trend and has become the biggest change in workplace today. We will also get serious perspective on how the co-working landscape has transformed to become a business solution, not just a real estate alternative. So Sigrid, first tell us something about co-working. What is it all about? Why is it so important for occupiers? Why is it so prominent that we keep hearing about it all the time? Okay, well, thank you so much, Matthias, and I appreciate everyone uh, for joining us uh, today. Now, co-working spaces, uh, they've become a buzzword these days, uh, being a major disruptor in the, work, in the workplace. So just for everyone's information, um, co-working spaces are those facilities that provide businesses and individuals a shared working environment. Uh, they've been in the spotlight as they've been taking up spaces in key markets uh, here in Asia Pacific, not to mention the big mergers and acquisitions that have been taking place to support their growth in uh, the region. Now, for users, they've become increasingly popular, especially those who don't want to be bound by lease commitments, you know, on average for three years here in Asia, and uh, also at a time when uh, most companies are under pressure to contain costs. So being in a co-working space gives them flexibility. You also said something about cost. Are they lower compared to traditional offices or are there actually bigger benefits beyond costs? Um, you know, in terms of costs, uh, they offer an advantage. What we have observed is that they are lower compared to traditional office spaces in high-cost locations such as uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, Sydney, Tokyo, and Beijing. And uh, if you factor in capital expenditures, operating and reinstatement costs, typically involved with a three-year lease commitment, memberships in co-working spaces appear to be more economical. But uh, I would say there are cases where they're pricey. In some places in India, for example, these co-working options are more expensive than the traditional office space. Uh, as majority of these co-working spaces in, in India are in right in uh, very tight and expensive locations. Are there any major trends that you have identified recently? Are they specific to Asia or do you find them in other regions too? Uh, you know, what we have observed is that more and more companies today uh, realize that workspaces, uh, besides being an extension of their culture and identity, they can be a tool to uh, engage workers and attract new talent. So what we're seeing is that this co-working concept is now being integrated with workplace strategies, essentially evolving uh, into a business solution for corporations. And uh, this is also reflected in the growing number of memberships of enterprise clients. Uh, based on our research, uh, these memberships have also more than doubled over the last 12 months. And uh, I don't think, well, it would be a surprise if they account more than half of all the co-working memberships in the region, you know, I would say quite soon. 
So uh, this change in space utilization, as well as the change in nature of uh, how we work today, has transformed the traditional office. The idea of the office as being a staid sweatshop has been debunked by the rise of uh, co-working spaces. Okay. You said something about space becoming a business solution rather than a service. What is it? Um, you know, co-working spaces, uh, they embody everything positive about the modern office. Uh, their design encourages human interaction and creativity. But what is interesting is that when you look at them, they don't look like anything but an office. So some of these positive elements uh, that we're seeing are now being emulated at corporate uh, offices, uh, where obviously this would be feasible. In many parts of Asia, we're seeing companies uh, promote wellness programs and uh, create spaces that encourage collaboration. Now, in some cases, companies are attempting to replicate the vibrancy of uh, co-working spaces by integrating the concept of an incubation space for disruptive technologies and for, you know, with the objective of uh, having to future-proof their business. Now, one example I can cite is Unilever here in Singapore. Uh, they run a 22,000 square foot work co-working space for startups uh, at their regional headquarters in Maple Tree Business City. And um, having that gives them the opportunity to connect with companies whose ideas they find promising. Okay, thank you. So finally, before we conclude, tell us how a company should evaluate co-working. What should it do to identify if co-working is the right thing for them? Okay, well, you know, there are many as aspects that uh, users need to ask. Uh, will this concept fit into their corporate culture and business priorities? Uh, does it make economic sense for them to undertake this? Uh, you know, I think today this decision requires the entire organization to collectively evaluate the best office design, you know, what works for them and what works for the business. Well, Sigrid, that was great. Thanks for sharing your insight on co-working and explaining some of the trends to watch for. It looks like this will continue to disrupt the market going forward and I'm sure you will be tracking this closely. We would love to hear more from you on this topic going forward. Sure. Uh, thank you, Matthias, and uh, thank you, everyone, for listening in. This concludes this episode of Cornet Global's What's Next podcast. Want to record a What's Next podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org slash podcast to learn more. It's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S. -S.